Hey yo, welcome back to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. My name is Ronald Two Legs, and as always, I am joined by AIW owner, John Thorne. What's up, Thorne? I'm here, ready to podcast. Yeah, we took a week off there. Uh, some of us went on vacation, some of us stayed home and, and got their kids got sick. <laughs> I'll let that to the imagination of the, of the listener, I guess. Who is who? Um, it's a real game of guess who. <laughs> but uh yeah welcome back everybody uh you know we're here um how, how was your how was your week off john oh yeah. a little recharge recharge of the batteries there got a little recharge yeah you know it certainly was uh feeling burnt out you know after the the summer and how you know a lot of things been going that we documented on this podcast don't want to make it a sad podcast you know we got accused <laughs> of being, making sad podcasts recently yeah. Uh, just being honest, you know, but, uh, definitely needed a little, uh, short recharge to kind of, you know, get some things cooking again. And, uh, you know, here we are, you know, back, back at it again. Uh, two shows this week, Thursday and Saturday. <coughs> um, yeah. So we're going to see how it goes. Right. I mean, just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think this one will be a sad podcast. This should this should be a happy podcast. We had uh, we had a great show uh, last week at uh, our, uh, one of our. I almost say it's like a home venue for us. You know the Tadmore Shrine in Akron, uh, Boog- AIW's Boogie Nights. We had Ultimo Dragon, Zaya Brookside, and the Boogeyman. And the Boogeyman, man, that guy delivered. Um, I know it's somebody you kind of been. Thinking about bringing in for a while, um, and I know once it hits the clock, you know the the calendar hits November or October. Excuse me, from October to November, his fee is much higher. Uh, and we brought him in in October, obviously. So oh, yeah. I feel pay, like he had delivered. To the, had to pay the spooky season tax for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that guy was great. I mean, uh, there's no be no sadness here from that show. That guy, uh, he delivered in a big way. Um, I think all the guests did. Ultimo Dragon was incredible. Uh, I'd, I'd seen him before, you know, once before when we had him at Mount Carmel. But again, man, a guy who's just you know, an older guy and just operates on this level. Like we've said it before in the back. Sometimes we'll see some guys, you know, wrestling stuff, and you'll just say, you know, man, like the like this guy or these guys or whoever's just on another level. And you watch it, and it, re- it really is. Ultimo is is one of those guys, man. He's just incredible. And what a merch setup he brought. Did you see that <laughs> he thing? Did have, yeah, yeah. There was a, a lot banner, of banner. A whole like, I mean. God, that guy must check six bags with all the shit that he brought. <laughs> right, right. He got to, you got to have a certain mark to hit to even break even to bring all that shit. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I mean, uh, Boogeyman was, uh, man, that was an experience to say the least. Uh, this one has been cooking since early summer. Um, reached out to him and started the negotiations, uh, and uh. It was, it was an experience, man. It was, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't even know where to, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, there's just, there was a lot that went on with the boogeyman in a short amount of time. He was just one of those guys that, uh, like I highly suggest booking just for, the experience of dealing with him yeah, is the whole the boogeyman the, show. Really? The whole boogeyman experience is just, yeah. You know, it's uh, like it's just it's it's something else, man. You know, like uh, 
had to send him, you know, a deposit to secure during spooky season. <coughs> Very specific how he receives it. Uh, this is something I didn't even know it exists, but there's something called Walmart money. Are you hip to Walmart money? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. No uh, idea. So it's like Walmart. I, I, I didn't know what the fuck it would, like what I was doing. And I was like, can I Venmo you? Can I PayPal you? Can I, you know, and it, was, it had to be Walmart money. I didn't even know what that meant. Uh, so I, I have just an like, idea of what it is and why it's used. But <laughs> So, like, I went into Walmart and, like, you know, I found the Walmart money sign. And it's, like, essentially, like, their Western Union, I guess. Like, yeah. Like a bootleg Walmart version of Western Union. Uh, so yeah, I mean this this boogeyman thing has been secured since like June or something like that. It was a great name for the show too, especially with that guest. Like you got you could book a show on that that name alone, you know. Well, you know, a little inside baseball. Boogie Nights, one of Chandler Biggins' all time favorite movies. Oh, that's great. So that was really, you know, that was it was kind of like a. Uh, I booked the boogeyman and wanted to figure out later, and then. Uh, Actually, you, you know what? It may be different. Like, I, it may have been thinking, I may have thought of Boogie Nights with the mm-hmm. Boogeyman specifically and kind of locked in on that. Now that, I'm, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, I think I thought of the Boogeyman and I thought that that was like, I came up with that name. I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I got dead set on, like, kind of how I got dead set on booking Sean Waltman for 216. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I got dead set on booking the boogeyman. So, you know, went through all, all his, uh, you know, his, his demands, uh, because I just thought it was too good of a show name to pass up on. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we stayed somewhat in communication, you know, through the summer. Uh, and then he started calling me a couple weeks prior to the show refers to me strictly as big daddy Thorne. <laughs> like from the, one of these times when we come on here, I gotta get all your nicknames that some of these guys have called you and just run them down because there's some good ones, man. <laughs> Big Daddy Thorne is a good one. Yeah, so uh, you know he's a phone, he's a te- he's a texter and a phone call guy. So like he's like one of those like text you to tell you to call you guys, you know. <laughs> like you could like just making the call doesn't suffice. You gotta text you, hey, give me a ring. Yeah, so I mean, he was uh, he was an experienced man. Uh, you know, he he got in a he got in a town and um, <laughs> no no credit card, so I had to go to the hotel and put the credit card down. And he had like, <laughs> he doesn't carry one of those, huh? I th- I I think he thought that I was like <laughs> r- gonna rip him off or something. I don't. It was like very. He was very weird at first. Uh, and he's like, yeah, somebody told me you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I was like, what? I, I, I wanted to bring that up because I, I, I was almost going to ask you before we recorded, I, I, do you want to say it? Because I thought that was so funny. We had just gotten to the ve- you had just gotten to the venue that day, and you're like, we were kind of just chatting for a minute, and you were telling me some boogie stuff, and you're like, yeah, he told me some guy told me that he knows, says I'm a piece of shit or something. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, that's such an insane thing to say to somebody. Like, You know what I mean? Like, Just out of nowhere. Yeah, somebody I know said you're a real piece of shit. <laughs> but it wasn't even somebody he knew. He was like, yeah, some fan at, at like an autograph signing just told me that. 
So like I had to like like it was like a whole thing at the hotel, and then like he would oh, like he so wanted funny. to make sure I had his money and all this other stuff. And I was like, dude, I have your money. And then you know after we sorted all that out, uh, I drove the boogeyman to go get some chicken McNuggets. So that now, was an do you, interesting, do you, interesting uh, kind of introduction. He's a nugget guy like you, then, huh? Oh yeah, no. Uh, well, he's a he's a number he's a number one Big Mac meal, Big Mac, yeah, large with a Sprite and a uh, side of a ten piece nugget. That's that's a great move. Um, so I was gonna say, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there too, but I was gonna say, do you think any of that? Because I think not all these guys, but you've told me that some of these guys are kind of that way before, where they 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 want everything up front, and a lot of times, you know, you have to put a deposit or this or that. Do you think that's because it's so prevalent in wrestling that there's just so many promoters that are just will just rip people off, like because wrestling could almost be a business where like. You never, really, especially this day and age with like the internet, it could be like some kid somewhere, a twenty-two-year-old kid who's throwing this show together who doesn't have the money to pay you, but you showing up, what you know what I mean? Like it could be easy to get like fucked around in this industry if you don't like take oh, deposits. Stuff like that, or, stuff you know what like I mean? That, like stuff like that happens all the time. I mean, it's yeah. You know, there's a there's a promoter in the Cleveland area that is like infamous for it. Like has done it to a yeah. ton of names. Uh, and it happens that, you know, it happens all the time. So these guys do get ripped off all the time, but <coughs> like, I don't know. It was just like, uh, the, I, I just found the whole thing a little weird, but then like, you're just like, I mean, it's the, it's the fucking boogeyman. It's also kind of funny that he thinks you're yeah, right <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. You know, um, so. do you think, do you think that, that, that ever plays in because there's some, you know, and I know which promotion you're talking about. They've changed names all these times, whatever. Everyone knows what we're talking about. But do you think that comes into play at all if a, if a bigger name wrestler that you haven't booked yet or don't have any, you know, real talking relationship with yet could hear, oh, yeah, there is some company in Cleveland that, you know, has, I've heard yeah. stories about them booking people, you know, that maybe kind of rubs off and hurts yeah, and I mean, there's us like- in some way sometimes. You know, there's, like, things that are lost in translation like that and, you know, like a telephone game, you know. And, like, that's why I'm so, like, anti a lot of these do, you know, fly-by-night promotions in the Cleveland area because, like, a lot of people view it as one thing. Like, even Mm -hmm. people in wrestling, you know, like, it's just like, oh, Cleveland, like, that's this thing, you know, or – um, you know, there's still venues, and I've talked about it before. There's still venues that I know, like something got broken at an indie show in like 1998, and like they are, you know, 20 plus years strong on like no, you know what I mean? Like wrestling is wrestling, right? You guys are like it's like you're all one person, you're all one, you know what I mean? So like a lot of yeah. that stuff happens so i mean i was just like whatever i mean like i was like you know here's here's your money you, you know like yeah. and i was just like right you know like like now 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 what you, you know what i mean and then i, I think you know he maybe he was co- trying to call my bluff or something i don't know you know what i mean but mm-hmm. i was like okay like here's your money like here's what you're doing you know what I mean? Like, yeah, drove to your fucking hotel in the middle of the night to put my own credit card down. You, you know, like all this stuff, which you know, guys do get ripped off all the time. Like, and you know, it probably is justified to be standoffish when you don't know anything about you know anybody you're working with. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like a referral or anything like that. You know, it was just That's like, kind of what I meant. Yeah, like it's that it seems prevalent that like, you know what I mean? Cuz I don't know. 
you just hear so many stories. Yeah, but I mean, after that, it was it was all good, you know. Like we went on a little chicken McNugget voyage, and uh, you know, he told me some some good stories, and uh, you know, I left him, you know, like I left him uh, left him be on on Friday night, and he said, uh, you know, he he wanted to know how long he wanted to know what time I wanted him there because like. I think he said it takes four hours to put the makeup on. Yeah. So like he needed like a, a strict kind of schedule that, that we had to put together on Friday night, which, you know, we did. And, um, you know, it was all, it was all good from there, you know, like it, after like, you know, the, the weirdness or whatever, initially, you know, it was just supposed to be like a quick little spot. Cause you know, he tells you like, he doesn't wrestle really. Yeah. You know? And then, like, it turned into, like, he wanted to do this, like, 10-minute thing. And so we had to, like, it's like, I had to call, like, I called an audible, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and switched it up. So he was in there with somebody a little bit more experienced. And, uh, I mean, it was, I mean, it was gold. <laughs> it, it was really good. Did he, do you want to, I have a little story about it, too, because it was funny because he called me over, you know, to do the music cues and stuff. But... <laughs> you you came back and he goes yeah he wants to do a whole spot he goes you go I think I got to change it up a little bit because because he asks you know how how long has this kid been working and you, what did you, what was your answer long enough or a little while <laughs> like no, you said, said something said, just oh. vague enough I said oh yeah he's been working for a little bit and you know <laughs> it, it, the spot was supposed to be with cool ass Andy it was just supposed just to be just vague enough <laughs> it's just supposed to be a real quick thing you know what I mean and uh, kind of like what Andy did with the Broner. And he's like, yeah, how long has he been working? And, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, he's been working for a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> he just kind of left it. And uh, then I go, oh, man, I go, we got a fucking, we, I think we got a problem, you know? <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, because uh, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about doing this and that and that. And I go, oh, boy. You know, and that's no, it's no disrespect to Andy, but it's a no, little. not at all. It was a little bit more than, you know, uh, we had signed him up for. And then, you know, I didn't want him to get into a bad position, you know, if, if something went awry. Right. Because, uh, you know, he's only had one 10-second match. You know what I mean? So Right. You're not trying to put him in a situation where he's going to drown immediately. Like, you, you know, you're not going to – yeah, you wouldn't want to do that to him. That's no disrespect to Andy at all. But when this guy starts calling spots and wants to start getting a little improvisational – you don't want to put him in a situation where he could and fall flat. That was flat. his big thing. Was like it's pretty much all improv. Yeah, you know. And so like then it was just like, oh boy, you know what I mean? Like let me uh, mix some stuff up. And um, oh, you know, but boy, did it deliver! You shout know what out I mean? to Brian Carson, who you know, and I, I know you know people love to boo him and love to hate him, but man, was he was he a trooper? You know what I mean? With that, with that presented to him yeah uh, the you know a few hours prior um you know i i i texted him and i was like hey i think i got a problem i think i need to change this up i think i do need uh a heel you know what i mean and like typically that's you know that's a duke spot but like mm-hmm. There ain't no, you know, there wasn't no way the Duke was signing up for that. Uh, <laughs> you ain't got enough cash to get him to take that spot. <laughs> especially, especially on the day where he's, you know, we had to have a big tax meeting, you know, yeah. like that. So he certainly wasn't, you know, after uh, going through all that stuff, 
um, you know, we had to have a, you know, we had to have like an actual meeting at the venue about, you know, uh, everything going on with, you know, the, the company has, has grown, you know what I mean? And like just mm-hmm. things that we, things that I have to do that I know nothing about, um, you know, so I had to have a meeting with Duke that day. So, like, certainly yeah. after he went through all of that trouble, I uh, was not going to say, hey, do you want a fucking throat full of worms? You know what I mean? Right. Uh, oh, yeah. So- I was signing official documents and shit. I'm an official fucking on-the-books employee of AIW like type shit, so I know what exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot, you know, like, there's just a lot of stuff, you know, that came, that's that's been coming. Um, so... You know, we we started that process on you know that day, you know, mm-hmm. sort of to to get ready for twenty twenty four, and uh, you know it's uh, I so I go well, you know, like Brian Carson is is the next logical, you know, most hated person on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I you know I texted him and uh, I was like, hey man, you could say no to this. And uh, he responded, let's boogie. Like yeah. the most epic, epic response ever. <laughs> let's boogie. He was on board immediately once you told him, which is, yeah, like you said, you could say what you want about Carson, but he's a, he's always a team player. So, Yeah, so, um, you know, from there. Uh, oh, and this is a question I got asked at the venue. Like, at, mm-hmm. So I'll just, I'll just say it. I was asked what the Nightcrawler budget was. And it yeah. was, it was. It was 20 dozen Canadian, specifically Canadian Nightcrawlers. Yeah. Did anybody ever look up what the difference? Because that and that was the question all backstage. Everyone's like, why Canadian one? And no one knew why. Because they're longer than the other two versions of Nightcrawlers. Uh. There's like a Canadian, European, and I don't know, something else, but... Canadian nightcrawlers are typically longer in length, so that's what the the boogeyman wanted specifically. Not trying to expose too much of uh, his character, but man, they are one hundred percent real. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That uh, we will get. It. We could get into that a little more, um, but yeah, real quick too. Before, like I was gonna say. He, he like like you were talking about with the point we're supposed to be quicker and then he calls me over and then you know it just lasted so long he calls me over and uh he was asking you know talking about the music and all and i said yeah i got the song everything he goes okay so what i want you you know we'll keep the music going the whole time um because that even happened back you guys are like pull it down pull it down and at first i did for a second but i'm like oh no he wanted it to run the whole time i didn't assume it would go as long as it did um he and he even said you may have to loop it which i did have to do but he was he kept he just kept saying oh it'll be real quick it'll be real quick it's gonna it's like it's a nightmare like it's a nightmare and that fucking thing lasted tw- 10 15 minutes <laughs> we had to loop the song like two or three times yeah i don't know um, how long it went but i mean it was like the show did run long because of that but it, i mean it was so worth it you know what i oh, mean yeah. like um, he when he had the fake worms at first and he was handing out the you know the fake worms to people you know, people, I wondered if maybe people out there, oh, he brought like fake worms. Like, damn, like he's which, not going to do the real thing, you know? Which to say, you know, he he took money and he sent a student to a store and he was like, I need gummy worms because I, for the kids. Like, yeah. Boogeyman, it was so like, you know, all these wrestling companies around here want to say, hey, you know, we're for, for kids. You know, this is kids wrestling. Yeah. 
No one was more for the kids than the boogeyman. He He's holding the baby. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that too. But he went and spent his uh, his money so somebody could go buy a bunch of gummy worms. So he yeah. had stuff to pass out to the kids for his spot. Because I was like, what the fuck is he going to do with the gummy worms? Yep. You know? And, like, he kept saying for the kids. And, uh, you know, I'm just kind of like, what are you talking about? You, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what fucking kids? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, there's going to be kids here, your brother. There's going to be kids, Big Daddy Thorne. There's going to be kids here. <laughs> and I was like, we don't really get that many kids, man. And then fucking sure enough. There's a lot. Kids were fucking coming out of the goddamn wood. Like, they were coming out of every direction when he pulled out those gummy worms. I was like, yeah. what in the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then he started whipping real handfuls of real Canadian nightcrawlers around the room, and oh, people I w- were I, I mean, scattering. Uh, that was not uh, that was not discussed. <laughs> no, no, no. That was not discussed at all. And uh, I was like, oh, no. You know, like... We've just lost, potentially lost the venue uh, a few weeks ago. Now this man is whipping <laughs> night crawlers everywhere. Handfuls of night crawlers in every direction. <laughs> oh, it's so I, great. I mean, hundreds, you know, we got 20 dozen. Yeah. I'm not good at math, yeah, it was but great. it's over 100. It was great. It's 200 something. 240 something um but yeah that's that was uh and that's then i got the duke doing my taxes <laughs> you're, you're not the math guy um and then uh and then uh cool ass andy eating a worm not discussed all, that was not discussed at all, all <laughs> i don't want to pull all the curtain that, bag too much but i mean that man ate a worm all improv. The whole thing was improv. You know, maybe, you know, maybe cool ass Andy could have did the whole it fucking was... segment after after seeing that. I mean, let's talk about it. What a fucking <laughs> pro. He just goes for it for the for the sake of the bit, right? Like he just leans into it. Like had th- there was no discussion of it whatsoever. He just boogeyman no, goes for it. Not at all. Boogeyman goes for it and cool ass Andy just fuck he doesn't like put the worm in his mouth. He chews it. He, I think they did it twice. Yeah, it was. If you haven't seen it, go back on Fight TV and watch the replay. The replay because it is incredible. And the thing that's great about it too is like, you can tell he's like apprehensive. Like it was so real. Like he's like apprehensive. Like hey, he doesn't want to do it, but he's like, what's cool, man? You got to be cool. And he fucking does it. He eats the end. He's like chewing it up. The word. I mean, oh, there, it, it was awful. not to pull. Like I said, not to pull the curtain back, but that was. Dude, those awful. are real worms. That was disgusting. They smelled awful. It was, and, oh, and it he smelled, did it without, you know. It smelled awful. It was bad. And then, to his credit, I mean, you couldn't, I, I you couldn't have told him that, like, you couldn't have given this instruction any better. It's all over. At 10 minutes or whatever it is of all of this, just mm-hmm. plus, let's talk about Boogeyman is doing splashes and fucking choke slams. <laughs> it moves. There's all kinds <laughs> of shit that happens here with worms getting thrown all over the place and everything else. Andy's eating worms on the fly. It's all said and done. Carson was running around screaming like a madman, like running away from the Boogeyman. <laughs> it was great. It's all said and done. And cool-ass Andy does not miss a beat after fucking sucking down two Canadian nightcrawlers. <laughs> he grabs the mic and says, now that was cool. And I was like, holy yes. shit, this guy is fucking, he's two for two. 
Yeah. Yeah, he was. Um, that was, yeah, you really got to, if you have not seen it, you got to go back and watch it on Fight. Get those numbers up, man, because that was, uh, that was a segment to behold for sure. Um, but, yeah, that was, uh, that, you get your money's worth with the boogeyman, that's for sure. There's so much f- more funny shit that, like, I'm just not going to expose on the podcast because, <coughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, but, man, there are 8 billion fucking boogeyman stories everybody's got a that was yet backstage has a fucking funny boogeyman story yeah because he was really the nicest guy you know even when he left he said he literally you know everyone pretty much for the most part says bye but he can't he really came around bye he said bye to everyone grab me he's grabbed my shoulder or whatever you know he gets shook everyone's hand whatever you know as, as he's going through and he really you know he was a really really nice guy and you know, like not for nothing, he gave me such incredible praise when it was all said and done. You know, admitted that it started off rocky on you know, and it was all him. I did nothing wrong, and just talked about how respectful everybody was to him backstage, and how you know welcoming yeah. everybody was, and how you know he's like, man, people. He's like, I go to these shows, people don't even talk to me. You know, no one. It, pretty much gives a fuck like no one wants to even say hello he was like everybody was so respectful to me backstage and he was like you know everyone took care of me the whole you know the the crew that was that was working with him you know at at his table and um he was like he wanted to stop he actually wanted to stop his meet and greet when the dark match went on because he said it was disrespectful to the wrestlers and i was like "I, i understand what you're saying but like this is be for the fans that have already met you that are just waiting you know like i, I was yeah, I had to kind of yeah. but he was like i don't want to disrespect any of these guys or girls in the back and he was like he was like so like you, i don't know like you, you just wouldn't think you wouldn't think that he would be so just like i don't know what the word is just like instilled with like wrestling values i guess is you, you know what i mean like he just had so mm-hmm. much of like he's like i don't want to dis. he's like i don't want to disrespect these guys you know like uh, people are over here taking pictures of me not paying attention to them you know perform he said like he said something like perform their art like he's like a very obviously you know a very artsy guy uh and yeah I was like, I, like he stopped and like i had to go over and like talk to him and and, and talk him into continuing you know to get through the line which mm-hmm. we did have to cut the line off because he did not want to sign when the main show started. He did not want to take away anything from the main show. So there were some people that were pissed, but you know, uh, he wanted to respect all the performers, which, you know, you have to appreciate. And, and he did, uh, come back out too. I know at intermission cause Ed didn't get to see him till intermission. And he, so he came back out and I know some guys are kind of apprehensive about that. Then they're like, you know, I do it once and that's it. I'm not, you know they want to get get their cash and go, but yeah, he stuck around the whole time. He didn't leave till the end. Um, but yeah, he yeah he was yeah, very. He, you, and, you mentioned that right away, and he got through. You know he got through everybody that that wanted to meet him. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean you know uh, very. Uh, I mean he had a fucking huge line too. Uh, yeah, can't can't recommend booking the boogeyman enough for uh, anything. You know, just uh, a, a total pro. You know, once we got through the him thinking I was a piece of shit thing, I mean, he was just a total, <laughs> total pro uh, about everything. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, it was it, it was great experience, you know. And same with Ultimo Dragon. Like, there's not as you, Ultimo Dragon. There's not as many. There's really no stories. You know what I mean? Like he he comes and, mm-hmm. and, and works hard, and you know it, it, he's a fucking wrestling legend. You know, like uh, couldn't be cooler. I actually, saw him at the airport in the morning when I was leaving. Uh, I was with Tom Lawler, who uh, had an awful travel travel day to go home. He got. He ended up getting stuck at the airport for like fifteen hours or something. Did you see the the count the list of shit he ate and all that at the airport? He put on Twitter. He yeah he actually had to buy another uh, buy another flight, but uh, saw Ultimo that <coughs> bright and early in the morning. Uh, he he was in he was in good spirits, but you know not not as much to say about him as as, as boogeyman and Zia Brookside was also an awesome guest you know she yeah was I was gonna get to that cool. too super cool yeah, she, she hung out for a while too um you know back at, at the monitor and stuff and was just giving feedback to kind of everybody about everything and just kind of hanging cracking jokes and stuff like we always do it was great you know um the funny thing is that you say you hear stories about people kind of some people keep to themselves but so many of the guests that we've brought in are just so cool that they 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 like the environment that we have at AIW and they just feel comfortable so they hang around and you know and get in and talk shop and stuff and with wrestling and some of the students that we have around and you know what I mean that shit is invaluable you know what I mean like even if it's the smallest thing that somebody could tell you you know what I mean they it just adds so much to me when you bring in these guests and they don't just sit in a room and hide you know what I mean right no and like it right when boogeyman was you know, saying his goodbyes was right when Ultimo Dragon was getting ready to go out, and he like stopped and like he like got down like on a knee and like shook Ultimo Dragon's hand, and it was like it's such an honor, you're a legend, and uh, it was like I, I wish I had like my like was recording it because it was like mm-hmm. one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen, but like also like awesome because you know like. Uh, the boogie like it's the boogeyman this guy's still featured on wwe all the time mm-hmm. you know like uh totally like just different kind of ends of the spectrum as far as it goes for pro wrestling yeah and like he is just like he was enamored with ultimo dragon being there and like was just like showing him so much respect like it was just i don't know like it, it's just yeah. one of those weird things that you only see backstage at a wrestling show you know yeah it's just such a it's it's a very much a respect thing though too and these like you say like just wild to watch two guys that have reached the highest of highs you know whether wherever they may be and i'm not comparing uh, you know boogeyman to ultimo dragon or anything like that but they're both you know have done big things in wrestling and it's like they've you know he works for ww like he's still featured like you said ultimo dragon's a legend and it's just you watch two of those, you know, you, sometimes with wrestling, you bring one guy like the, that's not too often. You get two really big names kind of, especially like you said, on either end of that spectrum to kind of collide. But when you do, it's a really incredible thing. And, and if you're lucky enough to be around for something like that, it's, it can just be, yeah, like you said, it's going to be an Im- incredible thing to witness. Yeah. It was like, uh, I mean, it was, it was just so, it was just, a weird thing to see i don't know like i but it like stood out to me and i I think i tweeted about it i was like this is fucking so bizarre (laughs) it's that fucking rocks um but yeah i thought it was overall it was a great show um like i said if you haven't seen it check it out on fight tv 
Um, we do have a show coming up this week. We have two shows coming up this week. The first one um, was a fan favorite. Um, I know last year was almost almost a bit of a sore subject with you that fans loved the uh, you know loved the Halloween show so much. You know, so people were telling you the greatest show of the year. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just a one off Halloween costume show that we do, but. People really, really wanted this to come back, uh, and so you did the legwork and kind of found us, because we have not had a Thursday show in quite some time. I mean, the sh- Thursday shows have been off the table for Well, since, uh, since the the Winchester got their heat, you know, so it's, it's I mean, been, it's almost been a year now, right? The Halloween show might have been the last one. Or, maybe. If it wasn't, it was only one or two after. So, I mean, it's been almost been right. a year since we've lost the Thursday shows. Right. I um, mean, maybe, yeah, maybe early in, like maybe we did one or two last year. Uh, like something happened though. And they got, uh, quite a bit of, you know, you know, heat from their insurer about certain events that they were doing. And, um, you know, I, I had, I've still been in contact with them and they said that, you know, they're, they're trying to find solutions still, um, but nothing available. And, um, you know, we got to give a shout out to, you know, who really did a lot of this leg work and that is razor sharp. Yeah. Um, you know, it really was a driving force be behind, um, you know, making this happen. He had worked with this venue with UXWA prior to the pandemic and, um, you know, had a contact there and, they were kind of blowing them off because they weren't happy with, you know, some other wrestling experiences that they've had there. So, you know, again, like you said, you know, venues get a bad taste in their mouth and it ruins it for everybody, (laughs) you know? Right. He, he really, you know, has just, um, you you know, he really put in a lot of legwork and kind of put his neck out on the line for us, um, and, and secured this deal for us. So, you know, you gotta give, you gotta give a shout out to the razor man. (coughs) Um, I will say uh, the only thing, you know, we did intend for this to be on Fight Plus, but I have not gotten a good answer on Internet and all that stuff. So I'm going to say, like, I'm going to make the decision now that this is not going to be live on Thursday um, just because we have not had any sort of chance to, you know, to get a firm answer on you know, their connection and hardwiring in and all that stuff. So, you know, I'm just going to say right now, you know, put it out there. This is going to be a live experience only. It will air on fight at a later date. Um, but, uh, you, you know, we just, I, we haven't gotten an answer on, on, on any of that stuff. <laughs> and I don't want to go in there on Thursday and it's a no go. You know what I mean? I'd rather do something there figure it out, figure out if we're going to be able to do more there. And then, you, you know what I mean? Like go, yeah. go from there. Yeah. Because, you know, if you say yes and you say, okay, we're going to stream it. And then we get there and the internet is dog shit, you know, and the stream is cutting out every five seconds. Then it's just everyone with an unhappy experience. And you're like, oh, I wanted to watch this, but then you're just pissed off because it keeps cutting out. If you just go to watch it at a date when it'll be up, it's a much different story than, you know, trying to watch a live thing that just keeps buffering or losing the stream. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's that's not an experience we're looking for. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, um, I, I know maybe some people were looking forward to just staying home and, and watching it. It is, it's not going to, it's not going to be on Thursday, um, unfortunately. 
I also just think that that's not a show that you stay home and watch for just for so many, for the reason alone of just everyone in the crowd wears costumes. Um, you're just kind of submersed in this Halloween world. And it's, it's to me, it was just so much fun being around everybody all dressed up and in goofy costumes and all kinds of stuff that, it, you know what I mean? Like it made the Halloween show not believable, obviously, because it's wrestling, you know, we're all there on the level, but it's being immersed in that everyone wearing costumes people and it's all it, whole thing. People bought into the the whole idea right. last year. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun being there live, like I said, and I just think this is one you got to show up for. And, you know, we, we made tickets super cheap because we do want a lot of people showing up on, on Thursday. Um, you know, we talk about it a lot on this podcast, like building that equity up with venues is invaluable. Um, you know, uh, they were straight up, you know, when Razor spoke with them, they were they were not ecstatic about events that they've had there recently. And this is like a very much trial basis sort of thing. So our thought process was let's make the let's make it super cheap, let's pack it out, let's show them that we can bring a crowd in, and then let's try to get more Thursday dates in twenty twenty four. You know, we do have all these new students. We have all sorts of, you know, talent that uh, need work. And this is our hope, you know what I mean, for for a Thursday night. We did speak to some other venues, and, you know, it was – it wasn't really uh, – we didn't get too far. You know, we've been – since the Winchester went down, we've been trying to secure these, these Thursdays again, I think – you know, we had a great thing going at the Winchester. Um, you know, they always drew pretty well, very low pressure kind of shows, <coughs> Give gave people a ton of in-ring experience. You got to see a lot of different kind of unique matchups. Um, you know, we, it, we did a lot of crazy stuff in the Winchester too. You know, Saki Motor wrestled in the Winchester, like all, all, all kinds of just craziness. It just allows us to have more versatility. And, um, you know, that's our hope for Thursday. That's why, you know, tickets are $15 until Thursday. Then then the price is going up. Um, we're doing it like fan appreciation style, $15 tickets um, until Thursday. <coughs> we're also doing it Winchester style to where you can pay that extra five uh, to get in early. Uh, it is not going to be chairs. Like the, whatever they have, they have there. Um, there's, you know, there'll be limited seating, probably bar stools or, or things like that. But, um, you know, it, it, it's going to primarily be, you know, like a standing room only type of event, uh, like most of the Winchester events were. Um, so we are doing that $5 upgrade, you know, limiting it to, uh, I think 30 and, uh, you can get in and, you know, you, you could try to, if, you know, if there's chairs available, you'll be the first one to find them. If you do that, but, um, you know, uh, this is, you know, it's not like a, this isn't like a, um, we're going to go out of business budget situation, calling all cars for Thursday. Like, like some of the other shows have been, but this is more, let's, you know, let's have the fan base show up and, and show out so we can try to secure this place going forward. Uh, and we can do, you know, some more fun Thursday shows like we were doing for so long at the Winchester. I think those Winchester shows had their own little kind of vibe and, you know, appeal to them. They always drew very well. I think Lakewood is a great place 
uh, to, you know, to do stuff like this, especially on a Thursday. So, you know, that's really our plan is we're doing a cheaper ticket to try to get a higher volume of fans to come out. And it's, it's a bigger space than the Winchester. So we should be able to, um, you know, spread people out in there. So (coughs) that's the goal, you know, like, uh, we're way under what the Halloween show did, you know, pre-sale wise last year. Um, so, you know, we, we do have quite a, quite a while to go. Uh, I'd say if we could move another hundred tickets before Thursday, I think, uh, things will, will, will look pretty good. I think there's a very specific Thursday crowd, too, and I, I know that a lot of people have been asking for the Thursday shows to come back, and honestly, I know, it's like I said, sometimes I feel like we say it a lot on this podcast, but like that's the point of the, point of the podcast, kind of just let you know what's going on, and the real deal of it is if you want these Thursday shows to come back, you got to show up to this one, because like you said, this is kind of a trial deal, but I know there was a lot of people, some people work on weekends, Fridays and Saturdays, they're booked up, and they haven't been able to get out to any of these Friday or Saturday shows, and they really liked the Thursday. I think a Thursday night in Lakewood is, is very much a vibe, you know, that thirsty Thursday, you know, it, it's very much a crowd. We get a walk up, a decent walk up for, um, at least in Lakewood, you know, in the, in the Winchesters we did, but I just think it's just a, it's a great show. You know what I mean? The Thursday nights have always been fun shows. Um, it's, it's a night, like you said, where we can get some people, some work and kind of do some things and do some things we don't normally get the chance to do on some of the other bigger shows and, and put some things in front of you. So they're very fun time. Um, the Thursdays have always been a good time. And this time you get to wear a freaking costume and see, you know, last year we saw, you know, uh, the guy on the cover where you know the people been clamoring back for this swamp man that everyone's talking about became a household name. And, you know, uh, last year, Arthur was a ball- House- the Arthur and household. Chuck were ballerinas and shit. I don't know. Well, whatever you know, name. you hear a lot of you hear a lot about the Swamp Man lately. Um, but you know, the, these these are the only place you're going to see stuff like that is these Thursday shows. And uh, if you want to stuff like this to keep coming forward, you got to show up because the only way we can do this and keep a good standing with these venues is, like you said, to pack the place and show them how AIW can do it. And I know we can. We've done it places like Kent. We've done it at the Winchester. You know, we we have a good time. Uh, let's let's just make it happen this Thursday. Yeah, and uh, I will say uh, also, no repeats this year except for Swamp Man and Hilljack. The, they are, uh, you know, uh, they're like the uh, the mainstays of of the Halloween show. I think. Um, you know, next year if we end up doing it again, you may see some repeats because I mean it's. It's hard to come up with these characters, but uh, <laughs> Hilljack and Hilljack and Swamp Man will be your main event on Thursday. Um, we're trying to secure uh, some sort of stipulation, maybe a casket match, maybe a cage match. Um, we're still kind of ironing that out, but that's the benefit of this show is like, you know, there's nothing to really advertise in advance because everything's. I, I think everything is better consumed as a surprise you know yeah nobody expected you know arthur MacArthur and chuck stone to come out as ballet dancers you you know what i mean nobody expected the swamp man nobody expected the hill jack um you you know so there there's a lot of stuff like that 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 went on uh and they're not all home runs either you know what i mean some people aren't home runs 
Um, the Duke was a coal miner last year. Uh, you yeah. know, like he, and I mean, he went hard, you know, he, he got a whole fucking costume. Uh, they were all rubbing coal on their face and shit. Mikey had shit all over his face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, it, it's, I guess you could say it's like a non-canon event. It's like, you know, a standalone, um, thing. It, it, probably not going to see the any five star wrestling matches maybe you will i don't know hilljack and swamp man to me certainly was a five star wrestling match i was going to say yeah you already said the main event that's going to be a five star all day so you know we're just um i don't know like i i hope that we can we can pack it out thursday uh 15 bucks in advance it's going to be 20 at the door um there's a parking lot. I think that they – I don't know if it's free parking or not. They're, they do have a parking lot uh, right next to the venue, though. <laughs> Lots of street parking and stuff like that, too. You know, it's yeah. the usual Lakewood. But there is an actual parking lot there. Um, I don't know if they char- charge or not. It might be, like, one of those, like, pay box situations. Um, definitely not, like, an attendant situation. But, uh, yeah, you know, like, there's there's parking. It's Lakewood. Uh, I believe they have food there. Um, you know, let's let's fucking let's pack it out. It looks like there is, yeah, there is a uh, there is a parking lot next to it. But I mean, it's the west end of Lakewood. It's Detroit Avenue, west end, um, right down there, basically at the corner where it turns down there. The west end of the Detroit Avenue, right near the corner of Clifton and Detroit. Um, but there's parking all over. It's Lakewood. There's streets up and down. Just show up a little bit earlier than you normally would, and you'll definitely be able to find parking. That's not going to be a problem. Um, it's a nice area, you know, Lakewood. You should be just fine parking your car on the street. So. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's it, uh, for, Mercury Lounge, formerly uh, Avenue Tap House. In case you haven't been there since the name change or whatever, that's that's right. the place we're talking about. Yeah, that and you know, UXWA was there right before the pandemic, and before it was Avenue Tap House, it was Putin Bay Lakewood. Adam did was, shows yeah, there. Like, Adam did shows there in like two thousand and eight or nine. You know, um, they used to have a bowling alley in the back. Now it's a it's a you know, it's a venue space. The, the whole back area is this giant venue space. Um, so, yeah, we, we want to pack it out Thursday, 15 bucks. you know. Um, I mean, I don't know how you could pass it up, right? Like, it's it's going to be fun. It's, it's one of those kind of dumb, fun nights, you know. Like, you're either going to – and, you know, some people are going to absolutely hate it, but – it's 15 bucks. Come fucking say you hate it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. A lot of people loved it last year. Which... Yeah, I just, I don't think there's any way to hate it. It's just too much fun. If you like wrestling in at, at all in any way, you'll be able to buy into this very easily. If you are are trying to bring a friend who maybe hasn't came to wrestling or know too much about wrestling, this is a perfect show to bring them to. You know, these are just f- crazy characters for the night. There's not some story they have to know that they don't know about that they feel like, oh, I don't know the rest of the story. This is just, you know, it's just characters going at it tonight so that's the perfect to me that's the perfect scenario um it's just for it's all for fun and laughs uh you know thursday night have some beverages uh you know it's it's no better time in my opinion yeah for sure and you know like i said if we can if we can pack this place out thursday you know that gives us a little bit of you know leverage to say hey we want to do this more next year you know like here's this date this date this date this date you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and go from there. Um, 
you know, the, the fans are the, you know, they're the, they're the best leveraged a company could have, you know, and, um, we, we've done fairly well, you know, uh, for the last few years outside of a couple of instances. Uh, so I, I'm hopeful that we can deliver on, on Thursday, um, and, you know, show these people that we mean business. Absolutely. Uh, anything else you want to get to? Um, we do I mean, have we, a and show. And then we also have, we also oh, yeah, have Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Saturday in, in Geneva at the uh, Spire Institute at the Great Lakes Geek Fest. I believe that is $15 as well to get in. Um, we're going to do, it, it's not just going to be like a show. It's just, you know, it's going to be like North Canton style, like kind of mini shows throughout the day. Uh, from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m., I believe. Uh, so that is also 15 bucks in Geneva, Ohio, on Saturday. That one is like another Great Lakes Geek Fest event, and that one they have a bunch of people coming out for that one. Um, there is a lot of yeah, celebrities like and stuff. New, new pow- people from the new Power Rangers. I don't know. I'm not a Power Rangers person, but uh, I think there's like a new Power Ranger show coming out or something. They have yeah. a bunch of people from that. <laughs> they have like some Olympians out there. There's like, two Olympians, yeah. Yeah, they got they got all kinds of stuff going on out there. Plus AIW, um, you know, uh, we, we've talked about them before, but the the organizers of Great Lakes Geek Fest have been wonderful partners for the shows in Ashtabula the last few summers. Um, you know, the last two years we've done the Bill Alfonso Hardcore Tournament. They've you know they've been the driving force behind those events out there. Uh, mm-hmm. This is their, you know, big convention that they're doing, and and they wanted us to be a part of that. Uh, so we're going to be there Saturday all day. Um, you know, a, another situation where there's not going to be any advertised matches. Um, you know, we're we're going to put together some some fun cards, and you know, there's going to be some stuff that you, you know you normally wouldn't see. Um, you know, certainly a lot of the the fresh faces are are going to be in uh, you know in action on Saturday, getting getting their reps in and. Uh, getting experience in front of <laughs> in front of a new crowd, um, you know. Just uh, you can see two AW shows this week for thirty bucks. I mean, that, that doesn't happen often. Yeah, and I mean this one too is their this is their big one. Like if you've been to the, any, either of the other Geek Fest stuff we did, or you know, like the Bill Alfonso tournament they do, this is their like flagship. Geek Fest convention thing. They got all kinds of stuff. There's a vendors hall, artist alley. They're going to have panels. There's stuff for kids. They're having a cosplay contest. Um, obviously, us, AIW, but there's then celebrity meet and greets. Like you said, there's two different Olympians. There is basically almost every Power Ranger, it looks like here. Um, there's guys from cartoons and stuff like that. Uh, dude, the dude that voices Hey Arnold is going to be at this thing. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's a lot going on. Uh, this one, there's going to be like the vendor. I, I feel like this is gonna be much bigger um, than the other Geek Fest stuff that we oh, did, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so if you're into anything like that at all, uh, the Spire Institute this this Saturday at Geneva on the Lake is definitely one to check out because for 15 bucks too, some of these conventions are pricey, man. For 15 bucks uh, to get into this one, you're getting wrestling and all that kind of stuff for 15 bucks, cheap. Yeah, and there's gonna be like you said, all sorts of cool vendors and things like that going on. <coughs> so, you know, I'm. Uh, I'm pretty excited for it. It should be a good week, you know, low pressure, hopefully week, you know, really uh, concerned about, you know, packing some people in there Thursday at the Mercury Music Lounge. Yeah. Uh, and we'll love to see people out there in Geneva. You know what I mean? This is like, uh, you know, uh, an interesting kind of, you know, intersection of worlds, you know, with with all this pop culture stuff, um, you know, and 
anything that we can do to help the the Great Lakes Geek Fest people, you know, I would love to do because, you know, they're like I said, they're great partners. When you know we work with them over the, the last few summers, I mean, just uh, you know, you, you you can't ask for for better people to work with than them, honestly. So you know, anybody that's out there. Uh, has nothing to do Saturday. Uh, come on out. It's 15 bucks. All sorts of vendors, all sorts of celebrity meet and greets, Adobe stuff going on all throughout the day. Panels, all kinds of weird stuff. Um, you know, like I said, 15 bucks, you know, 15 bucks Saturday, 15 bucks Thursday. Uh, that's, you know, that's a pretty good week. You know, there's, there's not a lot of Adobe shows you can go to for 30 bucks. We're giving you two this week for 30 bucks. And and the Saturday one, I mean, you get there's gonna be a lot of matches. I mean, we do these shows in blocks, like you said. There's usually th- four different blocks each day. You're getting a lot of matches for fifteen bucks, but it's a very laid back thing. You're gonna see, like you said, it's a lot of fun. Um, the wrestlers are all hanging out, you know, like uh, we've done do the Canton Street Festival. Everyone's just kind of hanging out, eating fair food and stuff. This is gonna be similar. People are gonna be just hanging out. If you want to come up, talk to people, say, hey, this is this is the show where it's gonna be much easier to access some of these people. Um, so if that's what you're looking for, you know, 15 bucks, come hang out all day, man. We're, there's going to be tons of matches. Like you said, stuff that's de- you're definitely not going to see on a regular AIW card. So come check it out. Um, we Like you said, we definitely want to help the Great Lakes people. They've always been great partners to work with. And uh, I think Saturday's going to be a real fun day. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, uh, we uh, take a, a break and, and head into Black Friday with Kenta. Um, we have about 10 front row tickets left for that. Uh, so anybody that's kind of waiting it out for, uh, you, you know, act sooner than later on that stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of the row, there's a lot of action on a lot of the rows, um, but uh, front row is down to 10. So, um, you know, if you want, if you want front row for that, uh, I would, I, I would jump on it this week, honestly, um, because it's going to, it's probably going to sell out. At least front row, um, and then uh, yeah, you know, we'll we'll see where things land in December. I'm I'm still working, working on all that uh, to try to you know smooth uh, smooth things over. But um, yeah, there's just uh, there's a lot going on. I feel a little recharged. Um, you know, spoke with Chase Oliver a lot today, which you know uh, give him a shout out. Uh, his uh, girlfriend did have successful brain surgery last week. Uh, to remove her brain tumor. So, you know, uh, that's a relief for, you know, everybody, uh, especially him, you know, who's uh, been carrying that and worrying about the the AIW stuff and worrying about rehabbing his own, you know, injury going on. So he's that that guy's been dealing with a lot. So just got to give them a shout out uh, because it did go successful. So, you know, very, you know, very happy for him. And uh, he did uh, send me, the Russell Rager file. So that should be appearing on fight soon. I did send everything over to him over the weekend. Uh, so you should be seeing a, you know, a Russell Rager, you know, premiere uh, coming up in the coming days. <coughs> I would think that they will get it on the schedule. Um, and, uh, you know, I know some people have been asking about that and he's uh, not, he's also working on, uh, the Wadsworth event, Rumble on Main Street 2, uh, so that should be heading to fight shortly. And, um, yeah, you know, we, we we have a lot of things that we're trying to 
cook up and and get organized for 2024 and you know especially closing the close the year out strong and kind of you know uh keep that momentum going into 2024 i know uh you know we were joking about it earlier but people were saying that you know the the podcast has been so sad the last few weeks it's just re- <laughs> you know it's just reality and uh you know it doesn't mean that we're we're stopping or anything but uh you know all, everything that i said was was true i did you know, I, I did feel pretty defeated a few weeks ago, um, you know, and it's uh, it it hasn't really turned the corner yet. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to, you know, find some some things to look forward to and, you know, line things up for 2024, you know, and uh, that really starts with if we can make Thursday work and add more of those things, you know, I, the idea would be, you know, if 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 we're in Akron, we're going to have a Thursday somewhere, you know, you know, we're going to have a Thursday some somewhere that month, you know, in Lakewood, you know, and then mm-hmm. when we're in Cleveland, we won't, you know what I mean? So, you know, kind of trying to kind of cater to, to both of those, those areas. I know that a lot of people go to both and it doesn't matter, but, um, you know, just trying to, you know, keep that, you know, West side Cleveland, you know, um, sort of you know consistency um and uh you know that's 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 a that's a big hope for 2024 is is getting that back on track and you know securing these thursdays we have so many fresh faces and you know there's a lot of (laughs) there's there's a lot of companies that are trying to kind of get into that marketplace and um you know take away from you know what, what we've been building for all these years and been working on so we don't want to we don't want to give that up we want to maintain that consistency and um you know maintain you know our our presence and specifically cleveland and um you know that's that's the hope and it 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 starts thursday you know hoping that we can you know pack out the mercury music lounge absolutely well anything else uh before we get out of here you know what we should do uh, when we do 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 um, when we do rager when we put that out we should do like a Friday night watch party on that and get everyone in the pay, in the the Discord to get a, in the watch along tab and then you know be like watch for some of us that uh, had a few beverages and be like watching it all over for the first time again. <laughs> well, I'll, that I'll let you I'll, I'll let you kind of coordinate that. I don't know, like I'm sure like Discord and all this stuff has so many more capabilities than what we use it for. Uh, same with Patreon and stuff, and it's just a matter of like delegating and figuring it out. And um, you know that that's really been the story of 2024 is me kind of delegating. And you know, like some sometimes it's not it's not the best to delegate so much, and sometimes it, it it's it's great. Um, but that's really been the story with you know since we've taken on the production and all that stuff is me learning how to delegate and not try to do everything myself because it's just impossible at this point. Uh, so if you want to get some watch alongs, go ahead and, and like figure out how all that goes by all oh, yeah. means, you know, I give you uh, full, you, you know, you, you have full, you know, carte blanche on, on that whole thing, uh, getting it going. Um, because, you know, I, again, that's, that is another aspect of the businesses, uh, you know, getting those fight streams up and, and keeping, you know, keeping those numbers consistent too. Uh, it's just, man, it's so, it, it's, it's, it was like, it's crazy because it was just like it, 
there's just so much to do now, you know, like you got to do so much. You got to manage all these social media platforms. You got to set up watch alongs. You got to manage a Patreon, you know, like it's just, it, there's, there's so much, there's so much to do. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're trying to get kind of more organized. I know I say it all the time, but, um, you know, we, we did kind of start, uh, that process for 2024, and, uh, you know, we, we do have a lot of big plans. It's not all sadness. You know what I mean? It's sadness. <laughs> it, it's sadness because, you know, we do have so many ideas and plans and things that we want to do. Um, and you know, that it, it does get discouraging when, you know, you, you do hit that, you hit that roadblock, um, you know, and we were, we, we were running pretty, you know, pretty hard throughout the summer. So, uh, it was, uh, you know, I think a lot of us are running on pretty much E, you know, for, for a little bit there. Um, yeah. you know, I, I, and I know you got a lot to juggle, you know, I got a lot to juggle like everybody does. Uh, so, uh, it was, it was good to kind of, you know, step away last week and kind of recharge and refocus myself, so to speak. Absolutely. And I mean, hey, uh, camper season is over, so I'm going to have some weekends, uh, you know, some Friday nights back. So we'll definitely get some watch alongs going. Uh, you know, I know there's a lot of people that, in the Discord that would be down for that. I know, you know, the Goldsteins will be there. Um, Big Dan, one of our watchers from across, uh, you know, in the Euro- Europe territories, I think he's in like London or something like that. Um, Paul Greer, he'll get on there. We'll, you know, watch along. Uh, one guy, Sean, he'll be in there. Scott Random, we got a lot of people in the Discord. So we'll get something together a Friday night or something like that, and we'll definitely get a, a rager viewing. Um, but if you're not a part of the Patreon, uh, you can subscribe for as little as five bucks. Um, but get on there, subscribe. You can even just you can even just sign up for a dollar. You don't really get anything, but you know, if you feel like a dollar helps, you know, anything, anything helps us at this point. Um, there's going to be, we're going to refocus on that, uh, as well. You know, we're going to have a kind of a big, uh, big meeting probably in the next few weeks, uh, to, you know, start dotting I's and, and crossing T's, uh, because, you know, we are, uh, you know, we're not the only show in town anymore. So we have to, uh, kind of get everybody back on, uh, you, you know, refocus everybody and, um, you know, continue to move this company forward. And, you know, uh, that, that comes with its own stress and, and things like that. But I think we've, you know, we have a great, great team of people. And if anybody can do it, it's, it, it's, it's us. It's just a matter of getting everybody on the same page and, um, you know, that comes, like I said, Patreon, all this stuff, all, all these different things, um, and delegation. So it, it's not all, it's not all sadness, everybody. It's, uh, there's just, uh, you know, sometimes it's, it, it's discouragement maybe, but, um, you know, we gotta, we gotta start that. We gotta start that March this Thursday, uh, because I would love to have more Thursday shows. You know, I thought the Winchester like supplemented, things so well when we were doing those shows, you know, every few months, um, you know, you, you got to see some of the, some of the newer guys get in there and have long extended matches and, you know, do different things. And, uh, you know, uh, I just thought it, it was such a, it, it, it complemented everything we were doing so well. Um, 
and like you said, there's that there were just specific Thursday fans, you know, like, uh, yeah. it, and it's always a cheaper ticket and, and, and things like that. We take all that into consideration. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the big plan is, uh, you know, we got to pack it out Thursday and then there's so much more that, that, that we want to do in 2024. Well, we're starting that train. Like you said, on Thursday, uh, we'll see everybody out there this Thursday, Mercury lounge, West end of the, of Lakewood, uh, Detroit, Detroit Avenue. Uh, and then we'll see everybody Saturday at the Spire Institute for the Great Lakes Geek Fest. Uh, anything else you want to get over or across before we get out of here, John? No. Um, you know, there's a question in the Discord, like, do we know how we're going to do the blocks? And uh, Not specifically, but I would think, you know, it, it'll probably be like an every other hour situation. Um, I don't know if they're going to have us do a panel or not. But that's possible, too. We may we may do a panel. Um but uh, I would think it's going to be similar, like North Canton, like in every other hour situation, hour blocks, things like that. Um, <laughs> For the panel, you just gave cool ass Andy a mic and just have him list off stuff that's cool. <laughs> that would be a cool. Panel. Just stick him up there. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I will see everybody Thursday uh, for John Thorne for AIW for myself. Uh, we'll see everybody later. That Thanks. Was an awkward, that was an awkward way to end it. Oh, my bad. (laughs) I was like, uh, cool-ass Andy, weird silence. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. (laughs) Leave him at that, with the cool-ass Andy. Long week off, man. Look at you. You're fucking losing your touch.